You're listening to episode 102 of Two Views Movies podcast on Crawl, with special guests from the Who the Hell Is This For podcast, sponsored by Greg Licktig of the First Issue Club podcast. Want to ring the bell? All right. Ding, ding. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Two Views Movies. We are normally a two-person podcast. We normally get two views, but today we are having some special guests in the house. So while I'm still Garrett... I'm Carson. You're still Carson. Still. We are joined by the Who the Hell Is This For podcast. Guys, you want to go around and introduce yourselves? Yeah, how's it going? I'm Tyler. Podcast. Uh, This is Jeff. And I'm Riley. Yeah, Riley. Good to see you kind of virtually, I suppose. Yeah, this is just my state now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> just permanently locked in the computer yep. <laughs> well thanks guys for coming on interesting how this all got started right yeah uh, thankfully our uh sponsor greg lichtig for this episode he <laughs> decided that he wanted to uh have us watch crawl and then ty reached out and like hey this makes perfect sense for a crossover episode so this is greg's brainchild but it's glad to have us all together for the first time yeah absolutely uh, been a really cool experience just getting to go from interacting with you guys on social media to now being here recording an episode with you guys. I think it's going to be a fun one. I think we got a lot to say about this movie. I yeah. think so. Yeah, so we all saw this kind of spaced out, right? Like, So the four of us, me and Carson and Proud Kath and Ty, we caught this last night. We walked out of the movie theater about midnight, so it's all fresh <laughs> in our head. When did you catch it, Jeff? Uh, I saw it Thursday. I saw this solo, uh, which I have not seen the movie solo in probably five years. And I was just like laughing to myself the whole time in the theater and realizing nobody was there to listen to me. So <laughs> it was a fun experience, but uh, yeah, I definitely haven't seen it. So you, you got labeled solo opening night crawl guy, right? That's just my brand now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Riley, when did you check this movie out? Uh, so I went yesterday evening about five o'clock. Um, pretty close to what Jeff said. Uh, There's probably three other people in the theater with me. So just enjoying my popcorn and laughing to myself was a great time. You said you went at 5 o'clock? Yeah. So you got the early bird special with the other senior citizens? Yeah. I had a nice little popcorn and drink combo, and it was great. So you guys might not actually know this. Maybe you do, because I think it spilled over onto Twitter before. But Carson and I have had an ongoing debate about whether you should see a horror movie at night or not. Yes. So Riley sees it at 5 o'clock, which I'm perfectly fine with. I'll roll in and see a horror movie at 9 o'clock in the morning because I don't care. But this guy thinks that you have to see it at night. And my point is that, well, the theater is just as dark at 9 a.m. as it is at uh, at, 9 p.m. Well, a jump scary movie is very different than a creepy, you know, ghost. I'm not going to walk around my house thinking things are looking at me, you know, animals coming alive, things like that. That at night has to happen. I'm with Carson on this one. I think if it's if it's midsummer, you can see that in the middle of the day, and it's just as scary because <laughs> sure. it's not really part of the atmosphere. But anything where part of the fun of a horror movie is being scared after it's done, that something from the movie is going to come out and get you, which doesn't happen in the middle of the day. Like, I'm not worried about... I guess crocodiles can happen in the middle of the night, but <laughs> other things. Alligators. Alligators. Yeah, these, these are alligators. These are alligators. <laughs> they, they made a point many times to mention this was alligators. Yeah, for me, it, it depends on the movie. I went to go see Annabelle Comes Home at 2 o'clock in the middle of the day uh, last week. 
didn't really help or hurt that movie. Uh, it was incredibly middle of the road, but something like uh, Hereditary or even Us that we went to go see back in October, that one benefited a lot from us seeing it at night. Yeah, you look across the street and you might see your doppelganger over there. Yeah, and exactly. You're like, Wait a second. <laughs> I was coming home from the theater after uh, watching, no, not us, but the new Suspiria, and there was a cat or a squirrel in the garden next to our uh, front door and it scared the hell out of me. <laughs> which wouldn't have happened in the middle of the day so Prakath where are you following this the key isn't about if you see it at day or nighttime. the key is having enough time between coming home and going to bed to watch a comedy show <laughs> movie whatever to kind of buffer out the turmoil you just went through so you can peacefully go to bed. Do you, being with Tyler, do you have to do that a lot? Yes, every night. <laughs> every night. Riley, how about you? Um, I gotta say, for me, it really doesn't matter. Um, I pretty much just leave all my feelings at the theater, and I'm back to normal, regardless of what time I leave the theater. It says, says the guy who lives in a computer now. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's binary in my case. So. <laughs> I'm the same exact way. I, I'm not scared when I leave the theater. Like, that stopped happening in junior high or whatever. Wow. So, like, I don't... Well, okay, I, I can watch... I can watch because you go at 9 a.m., that's why. No, but I've, I clearly have seen horror movies at nighttime. I just... I leave the theater. I'm like, all right, the movie's done. Like, I'm not, I'm not scared that the doppelganger is going to be over there or the alligator is going to come get me or... I, I don't know why. I guess I just it stops at the movie theater door for me for some reason. Yeah. That's too bad. I feel like you're not getting the full effect of being a scaredy cat all the time. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Speaking of our sponsor. Oh, yeah. Huge scaredy cat. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's a perfect segue because he refuses to watch anything <laughs> horror related. Without, I don't know. Without a blanket. Right. Yeah. He, he wants a blanket to, to curl under when he watches these movies. <laughs> we were talking about this last night because we were asking him if he was going to see Midsummer or Crawl or anything like that. And he just kept sending us pictures of the same tweet over and over again. He said, no, too scary. I, we saw him after the first issue club, uh, Spider-Man live far from home episode. And I was like, you're not really serious. Or he goes, no, I'm serious. I, it's too scary. I'm not going to watch it. So he's legit not going to watch it, but he's at least sponsoring this episode. So that's cool. And I'm curious. So our, I would say Riley and Tyler are probably our resident horror experts. I'm a horror novice for sure so tyler I'm and Catherine's if... along for the ride that's right <laughs> so maybe we'll talk about this later but uh would you consider crawl a horror movie absolutely you yeah. would okay creature I mean, feature yeah creature features are kind of like grandfathered in to just being a horror movie because you know there's still argument on if jaws is a horror movie or not <laughs> How's their argument on that? Yeah, I don't get that. Are we going to get a Jaws star for references for this movie? Probably. <laughs> it applies to this. <laughs> and yeah, it's there's going to be a lot of me talking about Jaws with this movie. There's a lot of nods. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get into this movie, let's kind of let's just recap a little bit. Uh, we usually read our letterbox blurb, so we'll go through that. While struggling to save her father during a Category 5 hurricane, a young woman finds herself trapped inside a flooding house and fighting for her life against Florida's most savage and feared predators. It's actually pretty straightforward for a letterbox. Like when we read these, sometimes we get like vague one sentences and other times we get obnoxious <laughs> paragraphs that are complete overkill. I think they hit the sweet spot on this one. Directed by Alexander Aja, who also did Horns, The Hills Have Eyes, Piranha, and High Tension. 
And for the cast, I'm only writing down two people, right? Because, I mean, yeah. there's really nothing else worth mentioning. There's Kayla Scordelario and Barry Pepper, who I haven't seen in a movie since, like, Green Mile, I don't think. <laughs> right? He's been hiding. <laughs> hiding is. in a crawl space. <laughs> yeah, right. He's been down there a long time. <laughs> <laughs> there's one more that she doesn't really have a big part, but just because of her name, I think we have to mention her. So that's Beth, who is played by Morphid Clark. Morphid is spelled M-O-R-F-Y-D-D. Whoa. <laughs> Which is, I mean, probably one of the best names I've seen yeah. in a long time. Yeah, I mean, she's a real-life villain. Yeah, exactly. How old is she? Was she born after the Matrix? Uh, well, that's a great question. <laughs> I will find out. <laughs> it's got what she's in, which has basically been two movies. She's been in Including this. Including this? This and Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. And then otherwise, she's like a stage actor. It literally says born Sweden. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, she's probably in a cult. That's all I know about Sweden. Yeah. It's a messed up cult. Yeah. As long so, as she hasn't hit 72 yet, she's yeah. still good. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. All right, so where do you guys want to start on this? Because you guys already touched on this a little bit, but it is a straightforward creature feature. So I think, you know, to answer your question back to that, it 100% is a horror movie. I tend to think, at least. Like Jaws is a horror movie, and if you're going to include that, then yeah. this has got to be in there, right? Oh, this definitely was. And this is, it's in the vein of Rogue, Lake Placid, all the other <laughs> big gator movies. Um, but this is this is the most fun out of a gator movie, uh, at least in my opinion. I had a great time with this. I would I would agree. I think this is, uh, I'm going to say, say this is hot take time, right? So of Midsummer. Far From Home, and this movie Uh in the theater, Wow! I think I had the most fun with this movie. Wow. (laughs) I'm not saying it's the best of the three. I actually think it's the worst of the three, but in the theater, (laughs) I had the most fun. By yourself? By myself. (laughs) (laughs) Laughing my ass off whenever they got bit by the alligator. (laughs) And didn't die. And didn't die, yeah. I mean, I can kind of see that. She is durable. (laughs) (laughs) Far From Home is standard MCU stuff. I mean, it's fun, but it's Mm -hmm. kind of more the same. Midsummer is not fun, right? Not exactly, fun. not fun at all. If you had if fun you, during that, yeah, right. So I get it. I can kind of see that. This reminded me also of Deep Blue Sea. I think it was yeah. because it was so confined in the the crawl space and the corridors. It's, it definitely came across like that. Riley, what were your impressions of this movie? <laughs> um, it was. I, I don't know. I don't think I liked it as much as everyone else did. I was oh. gonna say because we we have a text message that came to our group yesterday. Just got out of it, and wow, that was something else, LMAO. That is all we got from Riley on his thoughts about this movie. Like, yeah, I mean, it was it was funny in a sense, but I don't know. I, I think we're just on a streak of doing so many bad movies that I need, <laughs> I need something with... I just need something that I feel good after watching. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't feel good that it, how it ended? Uh, personally, I wanted, I really thought, I really wanted the helicopter to go down or... I thought it was happening. Well, it swerves, right? Like, I thought an alligator was going to jump and take out the yeah. helicopter. See, that's where I thought, I thought this movie was going to take a turn and a, like a giant alligator was going to jump up and take the helicopter down. And then that's our cliffhanger. <laughs> the lesson for this movie should have been that no one is rewarded for staying there during the hurricane. That right. na- nature ultimately wins. Yes. But. Yeah, I didn't understand the ending in the sense that it was so abrupt. Yeah. Like, I, it almost felt like they wanted to do something, but then didn't, and they just cut it. And maybe they wanted to just cut it like that. 
but it was really yeah i expected like either the dad to get ripped off the roof by a gator at the last second or the helicopter to go down and yeah the, the idea of like a meg sized alligator just jumping up and taking down a helicopter was in my mind because i mean why not at this point in the movie the mother crock yeah but the the hard cut off of just her on the roof with the flare i was like oh okay Hey, it worked. Movie it was fine. over. Yeah. However, the the cut into see you later alligator yeah. had me in tears <laughs> in the theater. Was I, I was laughing so hard. That was good. So what else did you guys like about this movie? Because I feel like like overall I enjoyed the movie. It wasn't something that blew me away or anything, but like what was your takeaway? Um well, I didn't have a favorite part because <laughs> <laughs> no. Um <laughs> I really I was no, not your not just your not time my a bad cup time. of tea. No, what and then the, like, well, there were several points where it's like, okay, you've gotten bit like twenty times. Why are you not dead? Can this be <laughs> over? Like, you should be dead, and the, sh- the movie should be done. Right? Like, why is it? Why did we keep no, going? See, the reason that they're not the dog, dead. The dog was my favorite. Dog. Yeah. That was nice. <laughs> yes, that was very touching. The reason that they're not dead is because this movie makes it very clear that both of them are very good swimmers. Yes. Uh, yeah. This is. She can right. swim fast. This movie yeah. hits you over the head with swim team, and I have to imagine there are a bunch of coach dads who are about to take their seven, like their seventh grade daughter, out to this movie and be like, "See, see, that's why. This is why you need to stay on the swim team." <laughs> It'll save your life. <laughs> yeah. So she got bit in the thigh right in off the, the bat. Arm. Right, yeah. right off right off thigh the bat. But then yeah. she got away and then sprinted back to yeah. back to her dad after she it's adrenaline. Like, up all the kitchen counters, like yeah. Her leg gets enveloped by the like the gator's mouth. So she's like her inside. Her whole torso does. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, <laughs> that, that's later. Entire shoulder yeah. and then <laughs> She, yeah, around. she gets like thrown in a circle by her shoulder blade. Yeah, if you were, I was dying. If you I get was caught in a death so roll, <laughs> <laughs> they call it a death roll for a reason. You're you're not making it out of unless there. you have a flare. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which that did, you magically grab yeah, after the fifth. The, the, go around. There's a bucket. Of, were floating in like you know the bucket, the big <laughs> ball of Cheeto balls that you can get. Yeah. Like what was that? It was just a canister floating around, and she pulls out flares out of that. I was like, what? He did. What the hell? Did yeah, that? he like he got did? it off the, the dad. Okay. The dad. The dad found yeah. the floating flares. Yeah. So Tyler, is this uh, is this accurate to what life in Florida yeah, was actually like? Did yeah. You have so a uh, growing up, vase on the mantle with a couple flares in it. Yeah. So I, I mentioned this uh, when we record our Miami Connection episode, which was also set in Orlando. That was incredibly accurate. This was also incredibly accurate uh, because, you know, as a, uh, as a kid, I would go out to, and this, this actually isn't a bit. This is actually what I did in Florida. Um, we would, after school, my mom would take me out to the park, and then there was a walkway through the swamp, like in the Everglades area, and... Uh, we would just go and we would count alligators. No. And I had a, the belief instilled in me at an early age that they are God's perfect killing machine. And you don't <laughs> feed them anything because then they get the taste and they expect humans to provide food. And then when they don't have food, that's when they start to eat people because they associate that with food. Denise setting you up with some very good lessons. Right. Right. Wow. Yeah. I learned early not to feed gators. <laughs> I like how Barry Pepper is like, tie in the sense that he knows everything about gators in this movie right? <laughs> barry pepper it, like every turn is like well if you just stay still and there's no other splashing you'll be fine or no what's his first piece of advice the it's, rain will cover you they're yeah like, so they, they're attracted to splashing apparently uh-huh. right so there's they can one hear you but like 
not see you. Yes. But then she purposely blinds him. Yeah, they can only see you in water. So when or, the yeah. water hasn't flooded in yet. So like he's got three different points in the movie he where says, he's espousing these different rules for how gators attack, where I was like, okay, come on. <laughs> and now I couldn't remember, or I couldn't tell if it was saying they can only see you in dark in the water or, hey, watch out, they can also see you in the dark. So you're never safe anywhere. <laughs> I thought the impression I got watching the movie was that the gator not in the water is basically blind. So she could move around, which I didn't understand, but like, he's like, they can't see you unless they're, they can only see well in the water. So you're good moving around. I was like, okay. I think this movie would have really benefited from like a zombie land, like word cue. of So we can all follow the rules of the gator throughout the movie. By the way, there is a uh, Gatorland theme park in Florida that I attended as a child many times. So just on the <laughs> zombie land note, real thing. It was perfect. They should have just done that. You're right. Well, you mentioned the splashing. And so they, the rain's making yeah. their, their cover. And so they go into the eye of the, the hurricane where all of a sudden no splashing in the rain. Then the rain comes again and they don't just keep walking. All of a sudden she swims for her. Yeah. Like that doesn't make any sense. Like, well, like if it was still very, in the eye. Be very careful. Yeah. Don't splash. And then she just like nose dives into the well, water. Which, which, which would like make a, sense. We have to yeah. go now. Which would make sense if it was still in the eye of the hurricane. Right. But. The rain already started again, and then she went. Was it because the levees were breaking? Yeah. Yeah. How'd they know that? The, oh, the sirens, sirens yeah. started going off. Oh, that's, that's right. That's the levee breaking sirens. Yes. So are there like different sirens? Like According sirens, to that movie, like, yes. yes. Those like, were the levee breaking sirens. sirens. Hurricane is coming. Siren, she the levees are breaking. Well, there's, we have different sirens for tornado warnings versus other like sirens. Versus what? Yeah, the sirens. I think the tornado sirens sound different than like a cop siren or something else. Okay, yeah, but that's different. That's, that's way different. There's not like one main siren that when somebody gets pulled over by a cop, it goes off and cops see Everyone it. knows. <laughs> the Metro knows that that guy got pulled over. <laughs> Like, like, a, <laughs> like a tornado warning versus watch. That's the same siren. Yeah, yes. but that's the same event. The levee's breaking versus a hurricane. Those are different events. Right, different. so is it two different sirens? Yeah, it's two different sirens. Sounding <laughs> sirens or just moments in time? I'm going to throw a challenge flag on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't done the two views of this yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> the second view. We'll get all this movie logic. Riley, what's your take on these sirens? On the sirens? Oh, I just assumed that there weren't actual hurricane sirens because hurricane's just a lot of rain, so you kind of know when it's there. <laughs> and they just have the sirens for the <laughs> levee. Oh. Cool. Well, I don't know, because it seemed like in the beginning they were completely caught off guard by this hurricane. Do you remember when she, after yeah. she does swim practice, she's in the locker room? And they cut to the TV, and like everybody's surprised that there's this massive hurricane <laughs> over Florida, and that like if that you listen, they can see from the window, yeah. when <laughs> right? And, but they say it really subtly on the newscast, like, "Well, it took a hard right turn into Florida." I'm like, "Okay, it's a it's a Category Five hurricane. It doesn't just sneak up on you. Like you know when it's coming, but apparently they do, and that's why you need." Well, sirens. she was at practice early that morning. That's true because she, she had a late night, so she probably wasn't paying attention to the weather. She gets into like her dad into the town, and she's like. Boy, this place is like a ghost town. <laughs> yeah, probably because everyone evacuated. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go off on a completely different tangent. And I hate doing this to these movies because these movies don't do it. They don't deserve to be picked apart like this. Yes, but they do. Apart. Yes, they do. <laughs> there, there's certain things like about the water level in this movie that I'm thoroughly confused by because <laughs> the crawl space. First off, the crawl space just changes in size. Like at one point, you have to literally crawl under it. The next minute, you can just freely walk around. Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, 
you know, she's... Because ha- the floor is shifting. <laughs> <laughs> the floor's water, actually. Of course. Yeah. But, like, she gets over to the drain pipe, and the drain pipe's only half full of water. But then she has to swim through it to get out, and it's completely submerged. But then there's other things, like, she looks outside when she's flashing her light, and there's people in a boat. So, clearly, the water level's high enough to be have people in a boat. And then when she gets outside, she's confused as to why her car is un- underwater. <laughs> like, what is going on with the water level in this movie? Like, it meets whatever level it needs to be for that given scene. Yeah, if there are people in the boat outside, she's dead. Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. is full of water. Right. <laughs> well, I also feel like it stayed at an appropriate level in the crawl space for three quarters of the movie. And then the last quarter, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, it's up at her nose now. Yeah. Well, no, it's because like, the levees you know, broke. No, the levees no, broke, the when, they the broke when they were outside. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And they got pushed back into the top floor after the levees broke. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Would have been also a perfect time for When the Levees Break by Zeppelin to come start Ooh. playing. Like, there's a bunch of, in my opinion, <laughs> missed music cues in this movie. First of all, there's no Skinner that plays in this movie. What are they doing? There's no CCR playing in this movie. What are they doing? Because it's not like, Vietnam. That's that's the movie rule for CCR. It has to be Vietnam. It's Florida though. You can put, you can throw a CCR in there somewhere. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it fits with the Gators. You know the studio for Crawl does not. I mean, that would be double their budget. Like, like here's our yeah. CGI budget and here's our Zeppelin budget. Our, <laughs> our budget is already fifty percent. See you later, alligator. So. Right. <laughs> Riley and I were texting before you guys had seen it, so we wouldn't spoil it for you. And we were having a conversation about swim team and uh, the ability to outswim an alligator. Yeah, Riley, I don't what did care you, who you are. Riley, what did you find about that? Yeah, so I did a little research, and so the average alligator can swim up to 20 miles an hour in the water. Um, the fastest swimming speed ever recorded in human history was set in 2017 at 5.4. So close. She's close. Yeah, so she got it. Right. <laughs> but you have to remember she's an apex predator. Yeah. That's, so. and, and a gator herself. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I, I loved the heavy-handedness of her going to UF and also having a like hurricane indicator tattoo. I was like, I'm on board for <laughs> yeah. this. Like in the first 30 seconds, we see the gator swim cap and the hurricane tattoo. We know what we're getting into. <laughs> <laughs> this, this movie fully leans into its ridiculousness, which I really like because you need a movie that doesn't take itself too seriously. Even if they do a good job with everything, like even if they technically execute it and it's well shot and stuff like that, with this story you have to be able to like laugh at it and lean into the ridiculousness yeah. or else it doesn't work. Because then it's either too schlocky and it's basically like Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Uh, or it's like a, like a really dark period piece on the dangers of nature. Or something. <laughs> if it is the perfect storm, basically, and you're like, I don't a want A period piece storm. of 2018. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> so how many of you saw The Meg last summer? I did not see the Meg. I've seen it on HBO. So okay. I didn't see it in theaters. That's fine. Riley, did you see the Meg? I sure did, in theaters. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> so did we. What did you guys think about that compared to this? I thought, so I thought this took itself more seriously than the Meg did. I think the Meg knew what it was doing. Like, it was knew it was ripping off Jaws for the most part. And you can tell, and it seems more obvious in, like, how they wrote the script there's a lot more, you know, jokes in that one compared to this one. So this one definitely has the darker setting of the two. 
Yeah, I agree with that. And I, I thought this was like better all around than the Meg. I, I didn't have that much fun with the Meg. I thought they tried to be funny and it really wasn't like it was all flatline. And then they didn't do a good job of like actually using the giant shark until the end. Whereas this one, you get gators from the very beginning and it actually keeps the momentum going. So I, I, I kept comparing that because I think, I think they were both trying to do kind of the same thing, except mm-hmm. crawl was much better than well, the Meg, this. I think. This one was allowed to be rated R, and the Meg, the studio, wouldn't let that happen. That's true. There, I wish they had released the R-rated director's cut of of the Meg, because then I might have actually watched it. But yeah, this is rated R. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> explains a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Well, they didn't waste any time developing characters. That's for sure. As soon as you met somebody. They got eaten almost immediately. (laughs) (laughs) There was no time. Like, oh, there's two cops, and both cops are now dead. But I I was like, okay, but at least they left their boat. Maybe that's going to come into play. Nope. They just wanted another another way to kill some people. Yeah. I mean, there's really only, like I said, two people in this movie. Everybody else is introduced through like a two-minute phone call or a two-minute conversation, and then they get eaten. So, yeah, which is fine. Like, that's how these movies should be. You don't need... even though it didn't have a ton of character development, even for the main person, you could even argue that it almost had too much of that. Like, I, I will argue yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, I, you don't need to be retold a hundred times. Like, if you're going to do the whole swim team setup, do it in the beginning, and then you don't have to have the flashbacks to her, you know, being coached by her dad or anything. Did of that, you see but. her trophies? <laughs> yes. We, 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 we saw all her trophies. Did you see the faster than a gator trophy that she had on there? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of, uh, like, schlocky, like, swing home from signs like in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> they should have had him like screaming the whole time that she was like swimming towards the boat type of thing. Um but yeah, no, I would I would agree that I think this movie takes it takes itself the perfect amount of seriousness because yeah. it is suspenseful and it is it is like well shot, but it's also like ridiculous because there's all these gators and they never die and you know what I mean? So it's I think it meets, for me, it meets that perfect medium of being a good movie and being ridiculous. Well, speaking of the apex predator, though, do you think she dropped that line at the wrong time? Because, Absolutely. Because she dropped the line when she ran away from them. When she shot one in the face with a gun, she could have said apex predator there, where she's actually killing one of them. Literally in the running face, away. inside <laughs> its mouth. Right. And I, I saw you catch this in the movie because I saw your hand go up like that, which usually indicates like what just happened. But, <laughs> so after she gets her whole arm like consumed by the gator, right, and she shoots it, we then go outside in the boat. We get washed back in the house, and when she's in the kitchen walking around, like she has no visible damage at all. She's like a three-inch little like slice. But even before that, there's just nothing. They go when she's in the, away from when the kitchen. It washed off when she's walking around the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, because I look at her like her arm is fine. It's, all <laughs> it's yeah. fine. Just a flesh wound. But yeah. then the dad loses his. I like, like to believe yeah. that that was awesome. like, you know, hardly mentions it. Yeah, yeah. you know, I'm just gonna <laughs> just tie it off right here, and we're good. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think that should have happened at the beginning of the film. Yes, like yeah. have him lose his arm. Like I know he can't walk around. He's using the like 1950s brace with duct tape and stuff to like not die or like what does he do the thing where he like brings his bone like back yeah resets, resets his bone and uses the wrench to reset <laughs> yeah it? nope everyone in this movie is 
very skilled in the art of being like putting your own tourniquet on. Yeah, exactly. I had the same exact thought. Like they are pros at tourniquets. They have done this before. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, how I love how about every tenth step he cringes. Yeah. You know, so, so oh yeah, oh yeah. My, my whole leg is pain. my whole leg is out, but we're we're good here. So ah, uh, and then back to normal. Okay. So something about this movie, I think Riley will appreciate this because this is another movie that we love, uh, but. I'm expecting somebody to lose their arm this entire movie. So I had a very hot tub time machine type reaction as Lewis just waiting for Crispin Glover to lose his arm for the entire movie. That was me watching this. I was like, this is it. This is, this is when it happens. I wasn't disappointed by that. Though. That was a brutal arm snatch. That was I. Ugh. That one was bad. Like, it bent it backwards and then took it. I'm like, oh, yeah. all right. So we got some good, like, body gore in this one for sure. Oh, yeah. And that's so that's something Aja does well, uh, especially in well, Hills Have Eyes is super well known for it. But oh, then I didn't know that was the same person. Yeah. He also did High Tension, which is one of the more well known like French extreme uh, movies that gets tossed around with inside martyrs, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and so there's a scene. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so I was almost expecting more out of this movie going in because I mean, there's a scene where somebody gets decapitated with a shoved bookshelf, like a bookcase, in high tension, and all kinds of other just weird stuff. There's the opening of the movie is uh, I'm not even going to touch that one, but it involves a head performing acts, and the head's not attached to any body at this point. This is probably a good one to not have sponsors on. Guys. Yes. <laughs> we appreciate your sponsorship, Greg. <laughs> I'm just saying, I with that, I expected this movie to go a little further in the yeah. gore, like gross out type of thing. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it did a good amount without like making everybody completely sick, but it was just enough that if you like that kind of thing, it was it was good. So what really took me out of this movie was the whole logistics of everything and it's, she's looking through this window where there's only one brick separating her from the outside world, and there are giant alligators trying to eat her. I feel like they could get through that brick. And if you couldn't get through the brick, you're about mm, one floorboard above your head that you can just get out. Yeah. And that, that frustrated me. There's no subfloor. There's no, no lots of things to get through. It's a very easy escape. And I don't know. Why don't you go up? You know, it's always... It's right there. You can see outside. Like you're right there. You don't need to. You're in crawl space. (laughs) You can just push up. I I don't get that. That, Bookcase was blocking them. Didn't you see that? Well, that was the door. Anywhere else (laughs) in the floor, you could have just gone straight up. Yeah, that's totally true. He had that shovel. He could have just gone to town, banging at the ceiling. At the very end, he's he's in the smallest part of the crawl space where he Uh starts at the movie. That's where he ends the movie. Like trying to die like he dies right or he almost dies um and then she's above and just breaks through the floorboards if he has the shovel you're totally right he can just break (laughs) through the floorboards and climb out that way so uh, i'm with you that you needed like another layer to make it difficult like to only go through that one spot in the floor where there was the thing on top like that should have been the final escape hatch to get out you have that, and then you have the shower doors that are the strongest <laughs> history of shower doors. I can't even try to slide mine without it falling off, and this freaking gator is slamming itself into it multiple times. It's only sold in Florida. Only sold <laughs> right, gator-proof shower gator doors. Shower doors. Makes sense. Our cat can get through a shower door and get that open. <laughs> and so an alligator is sure as hell going to be able to do that. Like, I was confused, speaking of logistics at the end, because, like, 
basically Barry Pepper doesn't move while he's in the crawl space, right? So he's in this area where they can't get to him because of the pipes. So why does he have to kick in like the floor joist or the little floor stand to like make everything collapse? I didn't. So if if he did that and you can collapse the floor, climb out there. Right. <laughs> like you just made a hole. I don't know where that ended up being, but the whole floor came down. Climb up right there, Barry. <laughs> no, his le- his leg's broken. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's conveniently broken when it needs to be. And then it's the, you send your daughter to the stairs. You can make it. And she goes, I'll come back for you. How? What's her plan to come back for him? <laughs> to go through the floor. He's still, yeah, it, it to, took to her to go through the floor. Well, if they already thought about that, hey, why don't we just go through the floor right now? <laughs> like, know. it took her way too long to decide to go through the floor because she, like, she gets like, up there and she just has no plan. Yeah. <laughs> She's been bit by an alligator. It's traumatic. <laughs> I'll come back for you. You're already right here. I just yeah. don't understand what the plan was. I, I don't know how she's going to get back in. I was like, is she going to go back in through the stairwell again? Like, how is she going to get down there? So at least they wrote it to where she tried to go through the floor because I had no idea what the plan of attack was. The stairwell was. does have one of my favorite scenes, which is where the really friendly cop gets eaten. Um, <laughs> like, Because you know that's going to happen. Like, from how it opens, you're like, yeah. I can tell an alligator is going to pop out of that and get somebody. And I was thinking about this, and I was like, you know, really, the what's the main character's name? Haley. Haley. Haley has the highest kill count of anybody in the movie because she gets included in all the alligator kill counts. Because <laughs> everybody is like looking at her and like, what should we do? And then they, the alligator comes and gets him. Or the guy like comes up to the stair, and the alligator gets him. So like she gets credit for all the kills in the movie, and she kills an alligator. Yeah. So she has the highest kill count of the whole movie. Yeah, she actually, she's like the uh, person who lures them in for like the serial killer to get them, because she was bait for like everybody that was she out there. She the bait. And she doesn't feel, if they're going to make a crawl too, it needs to be all like an existential, like I killed so many people like, <laughs> in this hurricane. It's all my fault. The only way she can live with herself is she goes and be she lives with the gators out in the glades. <laughs> There's a crocodile Dundee tie-in in there somewhere, even though I know it's alligators. I can feel you looking at me. <laughs> Alligator Dundee. <laughs> She's Alligator like that, Haley. That chick on Instagram who runs around like a horse. <laughs> but now she like swims like an alligator with her, with her paws out. <laughs> Riley, you've been awful quiet. What do you got? So a couple things that I love about this was um, apparently blood loss is not a thing in this family. <laughs> well, Jeff spoke to that. They're just expert tourniquets. Uh, yes. They're incredible at that. You cut off the blood yeah, flow. Yeah, is that, is that them just like nodding to the audience like, hey, it's turn- it, we got a tourniquet on it. They're fine. <laughs> but they have all these lacerations and just, not refu- and just refusing to bleed out. I kind of have another point with that. Um, they... It doesn't matter if they got saved or not, and or even if they're flying directly to a hospital when that chopper comes, they are all getting sepsis. Just, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Another one I had was um, Haley when she is swimming out of the drain or whatever. She, you know, she probably held her breath for two and a half minutes. I'd say in re- you know in movie time. While being chased by gators and all this. She practiced that. Yeah, exactly. Because that bitch Maya won. Did you not hear Barry's story? (laughs) Yeah. She had to beat the girl from middle school. She had to beat the other girl. She She had had to to go drown herself at 2 (laughs) a.m. I thought it was her sister. No, it was like a Maya, I don't know. Remember, because it wasn't he like, remember when Maya beat you? Because she breathes longer than you. Also, classic dad move, being like, this is the only thing we can connect on, is things that happen when you're in seventh grade. Like, that's yeah. all I remember about you at all. When I was coaching you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so anyway, she does... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Well, 
You may have the floor. So she holds her breath for an insanely long amount of time while under all this stress of being, you know, almost attacked by alligators. And then her dad can't hold his breath for like 15, 30 seconds (laughs) and just drowns immediately. Like the water gets up to the floorboards and he's like, oh, well, here I go. Well, remember, she was attacked twice already. She had already been bitten in the thigh and the arm before she held her breath for 32 minutes. Yeah, and then outswam another one to get to shore, to get to the house. Right. (laughs) I love the story that he told about that because I think if I remember right, he said that she was mad that she couldn't hold her breath like everybody yeah. else. So she went out and practiced at 2 a.m. and he woke up. Like, who who's letting their kid yeah. hold their breath in a pool at 2 a.m.? No wonder your wife left you, Barry. Jesus. <laughs> and that he would go out and wouldn't immediately be like, get out of the pool. Right. right. Like, he's just like, mm. yeah, that's my girl. That's my girl. <laughs> <laughs> not sure if she's dead or not. Yeah, that's just a coach dad. <laughs> yeah, typical coach dad. It turns into that scene from Hot Rod. <laughs> Which one? Oh my God, the pool scene. The pool scene. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess that is what happened to Barry Pepper since he started drowning immediately after 15 seconds. Yeah, he had no hope. Those who can't do, coach, right? (laughs) Right. Riley, did you have anything else? Nothing. I think the only thing else I had was that I loved how the alligators basically formed a like organized crime ring um, <laughs> by like surrounding the house and anything that's important to the story. <laughs> right. Yeah. What's in this crawl space that the alligators want so bad? Like, is it just them? They like, had, just... The nest was down there. Yeah. Oh, that's right. The nest is down there. Yeah. Now correct me if I'm wrong, but I think every Florida home has a giant drainage mm-hmm. right into their basement, large yes. enough right. for, for an alligator. I just want to make sure. <laughs> Yeah, we don't we have make that sure a lot. that there's enough room for them to get in. Okay, yeah, the and then just build the your build your basement yeah, right yeah. right on top of that. It's a okay. symbiotic relationship. <laughs> I will say, don't feed them, but you can live here. <laughs> I will say, I was I was very stoked for the alligator nest scene because like she stumbles into it and she sees the eggs, and you're like in the theater, you're like, oh shit, there's gonna be a bunch of alligators, and there's like one little one. That comes in and but like I wanted to. I thought like a bunch. I thought it was going to start hatching, like all those. Yeah, it started to. Yeah, but like they did nothing with it. But it's like what? What's that going to do? These like these are three second old gators that are about four inches long. Yeah, that's the least of your problems right now. Would you rather fight one large size gator or a (laughs) hundred small gators? Well, as she's sitting there on the eggs, a gator comes through the pipe right at her. She doesn't move, and then it just swims away. Like, it was coming straight at her while she's sitting on all the eggs. Yeah, I thought at that point that was going to be, like, the mama gator, and it was going to be twice yeah, the size of right. the other well, gators that we'd already seen. Somebody was already sitting on the eggs, so they figured they had it covered. <laughs> Another gator was already <laughs> yeah, on the, exactly. was already on the eggs. They just sent someone over there. Because they can't see, because it's not in water. Gators sit on eggs like chickens, right? <laughs> That's how it works. They, they, they get up on their hind legs and sit with their legs in the air like this. <laughs> So could anybody tell what was in the crawl space? Because they had these cuts to like, I don't know if it was like chicken coops or... I like, think they were like... They were possum traps. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. I did not get that. Because when yeah. she crawls in first, it smells really bad because there's a yeah. dead animal in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're like traps to... Yeah, get. but I couldn't get a sense of like what that was. Like they showed me there's some kind of course, which, okay, fine. I get it. But like I was always wondering the whole movie, like what 
what is down here? There's like a body down here from earlier, <laughs> but then there's like these random animals that are dead. I'm like, what the hell is happening? And I guess, are we to assume that the gator had been down there for a while and killing those possums? Or? No, because no, the, tra- the traps were getting the possums. So okay. it opens, it's open like this. We can do some trap trap talking if you want. <laughs> 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 we're New segment. Now. <laughs> it, it slants up like this, and they go in and trigger it from the inside, and then it closes, and you're supposed to be able to like, like go release them outside if you want to, yeah. or you can just apparently let them die in there over a very right. long amount of time <laughs> and never let them out. Um, but yeah, there's so I think they were all down there for that purpose. Okay. Only one yeah. of them had like an actual dead animal. Gotcha. Right. I, I kept thinking that like that was going to be the justification for why the gators went to the crawl space it to begin been with. Smart I mean, to talk about it that potentially, way. Potentially, yeah. like just get a little snack. Yeah, yeah. it's like chum in the water, right? Right. You know, just I figured that's what was attracting the gators, but yeah, they didn't make anything out of that. Yeah, I I thought they were crab tracks for some reason. I was like, 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 why are these down there? I I guess they scuttle up into the house. I was like, maybe he's a fisherman, you know, in his off time, he just has them down there. I don't know. Even more reason to have not just a floorboard between your house and the crawl space because if you're going to just leave the possum down there to die. Isn't your house going to smell up like yeah. real fast? Right. There's nothing. To he's it. trying to sell this house. Like he is not. Oh, right. he's leaving he's it not. down there on purpose because he doesn't want to sell the house. Yeah. Okay. Ah. So he got this house through escrow. So they've done their inspection. They didn't notice the giant right. hole, no, hole had, where the gators live. They had the house and then they wanted to sell it because his wife left him because he keeps coaching her too much. It was just like <laughs> a big central plot of the movie right. is that he loves his daughter too much and they keep going out and coaching all the time. So now she moves to Paris or something like yeah. that. I don't know. It's very confusing. The family dynamic of this movie is very shoehorned. But it, it <laughs> says on the sign in the front yard in escrow. Well, yeah, yeah and he said it fell through. Right. right. But they would have done their inspection far right. before that and that found giant <laughs> alligators in the basement. Bare minimum. We got a problem. I do not want to buy this house. <laughs> Maybe the inspector got eaten down there. Yeah. Never, they never filed their report. Yeah. I mean, maybe, <laughs> that's why I fell through. Yeah, maybe it's like a special Florida standard. We're like, well, yeah, but I mean, that's on every house. That's every, that's every house. house. <laughs> like, comes with here, a few you gators. Know, you, you don't have to disclose if somebody was murdered in a house in Florida. You don't have to disclose if there are gators in the house. <laughs> I'm sorry, you don't have to disclose if someone's murdered in the house in Missouri. Yeah. So, not if the case is closed. That sounds, what? That sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> we do a separate episode. Of the story? <laughs> <laughs> we'll circle back to that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anybody have anything else that we missed? Let's get to our questions, yeah. I am Thor, son of Odin, and as long as there is life in my breast, I am running out of things to say. Are you ready? Rodcast, we'll start with you. What would you rate it? Uh-oh. Oh, my gosh. Dun, dun, dun. Um, well, it's not Jaws, so I don't feel bad about this. Uh, I'd probably give it, like, a five... It was a pretty standard. I should say that so they use a five star rating system. Oh, so oh, you gave so it that was a perfect yeah. movie for you. That was a perfect movie. Certified fresh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Movie of the summer. Well, they do okay. Using a five point rating scale, uh, like a two. That yeah. that's not how math works, but we'll let you slide. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you slide on this. Do you guys do you guys do point ratings? We do. Okay, two point five. You guys don't have to play by our rules. You can play whatever scale you guys like. And Prodcast is right because yeah, five out of ten goes into two out of five. We don't give Riley any freedom with the rating scale. 
Since we are guests, I will go with, uh, I'm going to go probably three and a half out of five. Yeah. Wow. I thought you'd be higher, actually. Only because, so we didn't talk about this in the discussion, and it didn't make me dislike the movie, but had there been better CG or um, uh, more practical, then I probably would have been bumped up to probably like eight, eight and a half on this movie. But this is sitting uh, on our scale, seven out of ten for me, because okay. fun summer movie, um, definitely has some problems, but I had a fantastic time watching it. So that's typically where a seven will land for me. So I got to ask, what CG didn't you like? Because I actually, maybe my bar was set crazy low going into this, but like none of the CG bothered me. Maybe the weather a little bit. The, but like, so the weather was one for me, and there were some scenes where the gators just they looked too smooth. They yeah. looked. I agree with that. They they looked too clean. Basically, they were okay. very well designed. And they didn't kind of account for them being kind of haggard and just they they looked too just kind of clean cut in parts. Okay. So I think uh, a little more practical I think could have gone a long way with this movie, or just a little bit more of a CG budget. But I know this is a fairly small movie. Yeah. It did seem like some of the shadows were off mm-hmm. a little bit. Like some of the depth on the gator looked like it was um, in a different room than the crawl space. Mm-hmm. Like it should have been darker in pieces yeah. of it. Or, But, I mean, I'm, I'm with you in that I think that pretty small nitpicks on, yeah. like, story or things that we normally tear apart, like, for the most part, I think was pretty good. So mm-hmm. I'm, you had said you gave it a three out of five or a three and a half out of five. Yes, three oh, and a half. I think that's where I'm leaning to. I think it's about a seven. Um, I feel like seven is what I sometimes give movies that are just fine. Mm-hmm. I think this movie is a little bit better than fine. It's not like an eight. It's not like a four yeah. out of the scale. Um, <laughs> I think we're just transposing game. numbers all over the place. <laughs> um, but I mean, I, yeah, I, I'm right there with you that I think it's a really good, solid summer movie. It's not going to win any awards, but it was mm-hmm. really fun while we were there. I think I also gave Phantom Menace a seven. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I don't know about your scale. <laughs> yeah, that that seems a little does, off. Scientifically does perfect. Anything <laughs> go below a seven then? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Pretty sure you gave Phantom Menace a seven, so I don't know if you're allowed to talk. Well, because of Darth Maul. Seven on a five point scale. That's impressive. <laughs> for our, yeah. our year end, we're going to do like a, a release of the reviews that we've done so far with like a scale of everything that we've rated. And I just feel like yours is going to be peppered like all right <laughs> high end of the spectrum. Like, this movie's an eight. <laughs> Why? Why is it an eight? I just like movies. Man. <laughs> all right, Riley, you're up. Okay, so I'm going to give this one a 50%. Um, yeah i'm gonna go two and a half out of five for me um it just it felt like it should have been a movie that came out on sci-fi and not in the theater not to say that that's bad because sci-fi movies are you know they're fun like this but the plot was super predictable but i did say that like the saving grace of this movie was like the gore and the effects of the gore um Mm -hmm. Especially like the close up shot of that arm break is awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That arm break alone gets you like a half point. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I was at a three. I had fun. I don't think I could go up to a three and a half just because it was it was what I thought, but on the better end of what I thought. So I, I, I had a good time. I thought the effects were good. I thought I mean, thank God they kept it to like what, an hour twenty five yeah. or something like that. So they didn't overstay their welcome. They didn't draw things out too bad. You know, half the entertainment was I could so I was sitting in between Carson and Ty 
and then Prod Calf was on the other side of Ty. And in any scary moment, I just saw legs go flailing out <laughs> at the theater. So, like, it added something to the jump scare to know that somebody over there was completely horrified by what just happened on the screen. So there's like there's like a half point bump in there too. But no, I had a good time with it. I thought it was uh, a lot of fun for what it was, and I had crazy low expectations. Like him and I had talked ahead of time and. We saw Hurricane Heist last year, <laughs> and like even the poster looks the same as this, like yeah. the hurricane with the red lettering. I was like, it, I even went and checked, like, is this the same studio? Like, is this just a thing we're doing now? Every yeah. every summer is a hurricane movie. Hurricane genre. Yeah. So I kind of had my bar set at Hurricane Heist, which is crazy low. So I had a good time with this one. So I gave it a two and a half. A two and a half out of five. I was not overly impressed with really anything um and i think the logistics just took me out of it of there's an easier way to to solve this problem and you guys aren't doing it and i just kept going back to that and then obviously the uh yeah your arms off and you're still hanging by the gutters and being able to pull it's just and then the shower doors you know things like that take me out of the movie when i think uh there's a better way to do the same idea without having those same problems so it was two and a half. It's average movie. The only one of those that really bothered me, I know we touched on this, but the, the design of the bricks that left that one brick right in the middle, I just mm. felt like, can't you just really shove thought, that out? Like, yes. you think you could just knock it out with your hand? Like, you don't even need a shovel, just a good I solid I really thought push. that was going to be a moment. Like, I really thought an alligator was going to come busting through one, if not all of them. Yeah. So, like, they never, I don't know use that at any point instead they give you the scene the initial gator scene when the stairs just explode and there's yeah. a gator there. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i they, thought they came were... through the window too so they yeah. did explode through that too well, and that was their attempt to be very jaws like right like mm-hmm. the gator coming through the window was very reminiscent of jaws coming through the the boat the orca it, when it's going down in the water it was not as well done but yeah it yeah. was there I mean, what can be as well done? No, Let's nothing. I mean, yeah, you've kept your jaws talked to a pretty good minimum, yeah. which I've been very impressed. There was a lot of homages in there. Right? Like, yeah. I, I expected the dog to get eaten and the stick to be floating there. Mm-hmm. Like, there was some they did do and some they didn't do. Like, the uh, music took a lot of cues from it too. And then um, I noticed that. Yeah, they and they used the music specifically in scenes where it was the gator's point of view, yeah. like we got with Bruce in Jaws. Yep. And the lady getting attacked on the boat was mm-hmm. totally Quint-esque. Like, I actually felt they were laying that one on a little thick because yeah. she's getting devoured and it's laying on Cold top of the boat. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was, like, short of her not, like, stabbing the, the gator in the head, that would have been pretty Only much. Only we could have gotten the Quint scream from it, though. That <laughs> right. goes on for, like, 20 seconds. Yeah. All right. Um, so the next one we usually do is favorite moment. Prodcast, let's start with you again. something with a dog i think we established that one early um when the like the dad made it to the staircase finally um but like the dog wasn't there i'm like oh no like they they lost the dog like we made it the whole movie and then he like comes trotting down he's like barking and like okay good Good. the dog dog survived (laughs) there's gonna be a lot of people i think that are happy about that because like if you saw the trailer you that dog was gonna like i thought when they were waiting out during the eye of the storm i thought they were gonna chuck the dog as bait (laughs) like (laughs) i actually was sitting there i was thinking no seriously like i was thinking to myself like i had what would i do in that situation i had this conversation in my head i'm like if it's between my two kids and my dog i love my dog but i'm chucking my dog in the water so my kids can go run like i no. <laughs> I would have to do it. Well, so in that scene, I didn't get why they were carrying the dog to get the boat. If every movement 
could possibly get you eaten. You leave the dog at the house, go get the boat, and then come back for your dog. That's no, why I thought. That's why I thought the dog was bait. That's <laughs> right. No, I would be taking my cats with me. Cats would be along for the ride. We're like, good luck, Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the complete opposite. Like, I have Tyler's a cat. bait. <laughs> <laughs> come back maybe the, the cats would refuse to leave the yeah. house i would have to like have a bag or something or I, I don't know they would not i would have the cats out like as a weapon like just, just like they're just kind of clawing and they're just you're directing it where Belle it needs would be to go. a very good weapon she would be effective she'd smack that gator in the face yeah so my favorite moment uh Kind of similar, involves the stairs, but it's when he's going up the stairs with the flare and gets his arm ripped off. Because mm. that's that's yeah, our best that's... gore. A uh, An honorable mention to the cops, though, because uh, I did enjoy that. The very, like, Indiana Jones, like, swarmed by gators type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit of homage to Temple of Doom like, and being pulled, pulled apart. Pulled, yeah. Which oh, also kind of a Day of the Dead years. homage. So that was fun. I like that scene. But uh, overall, just seeing the arm get busted and then ripped <laughs> off, is yeah. that's my standout for sure. Yep. I like any of the scenes that make you go, oh, like, <laughs> in the theater. So I think those for me were definitely like either him tourniqueting with the wrench his his leg back yeah. into place. Mm. Um, mostly because the people behind me kept going, oh, Lord, oh, Lord. <laughs> um, and uh, I would say that and the, the arm rip are probably equal for me. Um, and I'm usually not like a like a gore guy, but for some reason in the creature feature aspect of it where it's alligators where like you know that can't actually happen, like exactly how it is being portrayed. Yeah. Uh, those are the moments that worked really well for me. Riley, how about you? What was your favorite moment? So my favorite moment, um, it's going to be the race to the boat uh, <laughs> yeah. because it's so dramatic and absurd that she could outswim <laughs> this pack of gators closing in on her. Everybody has the same thought during that scene, right? Like, there's zero chance that this is even remotely possible. But, you know, they stuck to their guns on that, which I don't know why you would do that. Like, it's so impractical that you could outswim gators in any aspect. But the dad yelling at her going full coach during that scene, <laughs> I, I agree with you, Riley. That, that's a good one. It, but mm-hmm. not probably for being a good scene, but for being totally laughable. I'll be third in line to say the arm break. I don't even have to explain it. That's the best part. So, as a former swimmer, <laughs> <laughs> I went with the uh, the swim meet at the beginning uh, for practice <laughs> and racing. Because uh, usually in movies, you don't get people that actually know how to swim, and you're like, there's no way that's a college swimmer athlete. And a lot of them were uh, were pretty decent. Now, now one one lady missed missed the wall in her flip turn, um, but that can happen. So, but beyond that, uh, it, it was good to see them uh, bringing swimming into the forefront of society again. <laughs> My God, if that <laughs> you watch an entire movie and you're fascinated with the swim practice, that's what I was yep. going to say. What, what I'm getting Lord. out of this is his his peak was within the first thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. And no stakes practice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'd hate to watch a movie and feel that way. Um, Okay, so one of the other things we like to do is uh, we normally do a casting change, but I don't see how in the world we. Oh, I've got one. We got one. I have casting changes. Don't be changing the rules on us. Okay, there's only two people in this, so we're gonna have a limited take on this. But so before we do that, does anybody have something that they would change? that's not a casting change. So we usually try and pick something about the movie that we would change. Sewer gators. Sewer gators? Yes. Just bigger. 
Just make the gators. Yeah. You want that Meg-sized gator getting that well, cocker, that, no, don't you? And you, you get the urban legend-ish type, uh, type feel to the movie if you make them sewer gators. And that there are these things that no one's seen. But otherwise, it's just a fun, fun creature feature. But you could have gotten real weird with it and made them sewer gators. Yeah. I think I would have made the, the they can't see you if you're not splashing thing. But then she also blinds the alligator. Like, I think I would have change something about that where something she does to the gator to make the because there's another movie that does exactly this and harry potter yes yep yep <laughs> thank you that was actually exactly what i was going for thank you, you for being there harry potter. <laughs> yeah. yeah so like that was i was expecting that to be a way bigger part of like yeah. i have blinded the biggest alligator she just got confused yeah she thought she was in the chamber of secrets yeah so <laughs> i would actually would have had that be like a bigger deal um but other than that there's maybe the the nest scene i would prefer to have more gators in the nest scene so maybe she's shooting a bunch of them and then one grabs her and then she shoots that one a bunch of times also how big is that clip that clip is like 16 <laughs> yeah. for an itty bitty gun like <laughs> wayne came with just the extended mag in case of people <laughs> <laughs> the clip is just hanging out like all the way down. right so i thought that the eye thing was going to come back, right? Like, I yeah. thought out of all the gators, right? Like, they kill a couple of them. And I didn't think we'd have, like, ten gators. I thought we'd have three or four, and they'd kill a couple. And then, you know, the one that's got the eye missing is the one that comes back and tries to get her. I thought for sure we were going to get that. And it, it didn't go that way. It, it bothered me. Like Chubbs? Shouts out Chubbs Peterson. <laughs> Tore one of them bastards' eyes out. Like, that's exactly <laughs> what I thought of. <laughs> yeah, you need some kind of, like, connection between a specific gator and her to make it this, like... Mono mono type of thing. Yeah. Of just She's like hiding in its blind spot. Right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Riley, do you have something you would change besides making her swim faster or the gator slower? Yeah, maybe webbed feet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think I would have leaned into this movie even more because, you know, as ridiculous as it is. So I would have thrown in more one-liners to this movie to make the people more badass. <laughs> but yeah, that's about it for me. Do you have any in your mind that you had that you just wanted them to say? Um, you know, you could throw something out. Well, no, I, I guess that's a gator because I was going to say, what a crock. <laughs> you know. Wouldn't it have been better had they said that? Like the whole movie's yeah. gators and somebody just drops that line. That would have been so absurd that it would have been awesome. See, that, that would have been a really good line to have for one of the people that got eaten early on. <laughs> <laughs> it would have. My thing I was going to change was actually kind of in line with what Jeff said, except more like get rid of it. <laughs> like it killed me that Barry Pepper kept knowing these rules for everything that how gators hunt, which I, I guess would have been okay, but they seem to contradict each other at all points yeah. and times. And mm -hmm. I didn't quite understand it. And like, and they every, didn't follow them. Yeah. At all it was, whole, it was like yeah. every time before we were going to make a dashboard or make, have to go do something. We had to have Barry tell us exactly why <laughs> we're allowed to do that per these gator rules. And I was like, okay, whatever. But that I would have just gotten rid of that. Yeah. So mine would require changing the name of the movie because I would have made the basement a good old-fashioned Midwest basement to where the walls are concrete. You can't just, you know, knock a brick to get out. But also the ceilings are normal height where you could feasibly not reach to get yourself out until the water level rose or something. So that's just the logistics around the basement that they're in and then change it to walk. You could make it, it could be an unfinished basement, but it could be, you know what I mean? Like yeah. You'd still need to get through it, yeah. Yeah, but you just can't get through as easily as they made it seem like you could. 
I guess you couldn't do that because it's Florida and they can't have real basements. But but would anybody really thing. know? Like I bet people from Florida would watch. Them well, people from like, Florida. No oh way. yeah. No way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can't have a basement. No way. There'd be a Twitter boycott of crawl <laughs> because of not real basements. It, it's bound to happen. Not my basement. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so since everybody had casting changes, let's go through this. So Riley, I heard him speak up. So Riley, what was your casting change? Um, so I have two. I would have gone with uh, Nile crocodiles instead of alligators because they're bigger. <laughs> <laughs> but nowhere near the Nile. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, uh, we're not playing by the rules here. <laughs> um, but then, like, my serious one, I would. I think I would have recasted the dad. Um, I picked... David Denman, who plays Roy on The Office. Oh, okay. Brightburn, yeah. I thought he would have just been a good spot, a good fit there. Yeah, you're right. He was just in Brightburn, so that would have been his summer of horror movies. I'm sure he yeah. wouldn't have turned it down. <laughs> you think he was old enough to have a college-age daughter, though? Uh, he played uh, one of the Power Rangers' dad in the new Power Rangers movie. Oh, there you go. There you go. They were so in high school. High, uh, you know, a senior in high school. <laughs> Close enough. She could, have been a, she could have been a high school swimmer. <laughs> yeah, it's Florida. Uh, it's been a couple of years since that came out, so he's probably the right age now. Yep. If you give him a beard, I bet he looks yeah. a lot older. He does. Yeah. He's, there are pictures of him. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. There are pictures of him with a beard. Okay. Jeff, do you have a casting change? Um, I don't know who I would do for the dad. I actually thought the dad was, was pretty good. Maybe like Ben Mendelsohn. Um, <laughs> but I, he doesn't really need to be like menacing. I yeah, was just trying to think you of can't like, root. You want Ben Mendelsohn to get eaten by the right. gators. Like. Right. Yeah. Um, I actually thought the, the main actress was really good. The only other one that I actually thought for a little bit, it was Deborah Ann Wall from the Daredevil TV series. Okay. It was with Karen Page. I thought it was the same person. Um, but I think she could do it. Like, in a bunch of the Daredevil scenes, she is, like, the, not, like, damsel in distress, but, like, does the, like, scared, but also, like, has to do something important character. Um, so I think she could have pulled that off really well. Yeah. I'm not sure about her and Ben Mendelsohn, but maybe <laughs> Keith Berry, Berry Pepper, but. I've gone down, like, the rabbit hole with this Ben Mendelsohn thing in my head since you've been talking, <laughs> and I've got it to where, like, he was the one that ran the gator farm, and he was mad at his daughter, so he let the gators in because he wanted her to die. Because, like, Ben Mendelsohn can't be good in anything, right? Sure. I mean, that's, is, that's the rule. He has Talos now. Yeah, so. he's a good scroll. Yeah, but, like, yeah. if you don't pay close enough attention, you don't really know that that's Ben Mendelsohn, right? Very so it, he's, just a, he's just a scroll. But when you see him, you're like, mm, bad guy. I think what I thought of Ben Mendelsohn is, have you guys seen, uh, I think it's Bloodline on Netflix. I have not, no. Have you guys I seen, that? seen that? So that's, he's in that with uh, Kyle Chandler from Friday Night Lights. And it's like a Florida movie. It's like a Florida Keys. And he's like kind of this like scummy brother, Florida dirtbag type of thing. So I think he could do the Florida dirtbag gotcha. dad thing. Yeah. Uh, but whether or not you want him to not die is probably <laughs> right. <a good. laughs> All right. I, I've got, yes. No, I do have mine. Uh, he's an actor that I think would fit really good in the dad coach role. He uh, really inspires me, inspires a God lot of people. It. It's not Kurt Russell. Oh, okay. <laughs> Matthew Shocked. McConaughey. Okay. All right. Okay. I can see that. He's been in a lot of movies where he's kind of like, like, not scummy, but like kind of just like Florida dad. Yeah, exactly. 
He's very Florida. Florida. <laughs> Not scummy, but Florida dad. I mean, didn't we just establish that Ty's from Florida, so he has a Florida dad? <laughs> I'm just connecting dots here. But. Your dad is more from Florida dad and the Kansas dad. So yeah, he's dead. my dad's very much he's Kansas dried out. dad. <laughs> he's dried covered out. in swamp water anymore. And now Florida dad is just what I call Dan Marino. <laughs> well, Dan Marino is specifically, it's a Miami dad, which is different than Florida Miami dad. dad's very different. Yeah. So. Lots of blow. <laughs> That's Miami daddy. <laughs> Poppy. How about you, Prague? Um, The dad, I would make Dennis Quaid. Oh, of course you yes. would. God damn it. Uh, yes. Let's bring come her back on. for some more episodes. Are you doing research here? And she, doesn't know. She's, she doesn't know. Let's oh, bring her back. <laughs> Yeah, Prodcast just earned a recurring role on this podcast. <laughs> um, and I would have made the daughter, uh, I think her name's Amy something. Adams? Schumer. No. Um, no. Uh, it's the <laughs> Julie Taylor from Friday Night Lights. I did not watch her. Yeah. Yeah, I know you're talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's very annoying. She's a she's a very <laughs> typical like. Didn't she just make her... a deep run in The Ringer's Most Annoying most TV annoying Child? Kid? Yeah, she was in the final four. And the most annoying TV child. We we accidentally stand for the ringer all the time. Because her dad's already a coach. Not her coach, but a coach. Actually, so she already has the whole like angsty towards dad coach vibe. Let's just bring them back and have it be her and Kyle Chandler. You Dennis said Kyle Chandler, and I was like, Yeah, he actually would have fit in this. Yeah. 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 Mm, Dennis Quaid. <laughs> Can't believe that happened. <laughs> Carson, does that change your answer then? <laughs> no, I, I've I've been shamed how many times I've used Dennis Quaid in, in this question. So it's so random. So I... well, it would have fit too because he was really good in a dog's purpose. So he has the bond already. A dog's with purpose the dog. is the Dennis Quaid movie you picked. Because <laughs> <laughs> he has the dog. Come on. Jeff. <laughs> We get the inner monologue of the dog being eaten by the gators. I'd be all for that. Oh, man. Speaking of roles that Dennis Quaid had that I wish somebody else had, I wish... Honorable mention. Honorable mention. He's no longer with us, but I would love to have seen Bill Paxton in this movie. That fits. That would have been perfect. He is definitely Florida dad. Florida dad. (laughs) So I I got rid of the pep. You know, Pepper, he's gone. Um, I actually, actually really liked her, so I thought she did a good job. Um, so I got rid of, of Pepper, and I put Sean Bean in there. But <laughs> no, but he, he would have, but he would have had to have died. Right, that's my my asterisk. But then you kill him with the gator at the end off the roof, or the helicopter crash into him. However you want to do it, he dies. But I put Sean Bean in there. That's not bad. I could see that. How about you? So. The main girl in this kept giving off strong Emma Stone vibes to me the whole time. So I she can't swim. Well, so <laughs> so I did like I did like a two for thing. I said put Emma Stone in for that role, but then you'd have like there's no way she takes crawl as a movie. But I think if you threw it over to like Blumhouse or something, you could get a Blumhouse Emma Stone pairing, and you could probably sell like twice as many tickets just based off of that alone. But yeah, there were so many shots in there where she just looked like Emma Stone. I, I couldn't get it out of my head. Has Emma Stone done horror or anything like it? I mean, Zombie Land is yeah. the. Cl- I mean, that's clearly like. I'm trying to remember if she did anything else. Yeah, no, I think Zombie Land kind of counts. Yeah, 
that would be the closest. I don't think I. It's I've, like horror comedy, which is probably more up her alley than straight. Yeah, horror. exactly. And I don't think. I mean, unless it was something obscure before she really broke out, I don't think that there's anything. Nothing big. Yeah. She might be too famous now to go, not to go, quote unquote, back to horror, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, not many established people like do. Yeah. Going it's back a damn forth. shame. Yeah. <laughs> so I forgot to tell you guys about one of the things we do. We usually give out an award that sometimes is real. Sometimes we just make it up for the movie. So if you guys don't have one, that's cool. I actually don't have one for this movie, but I think Carson sounded like he spent a lot of time working on it. So No, we'll just pass that question. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Hey, now's your chance. Nope. Okay. <laughs> All right. So then the last question that we have from our side is something that kind of overlaps both of our podcasts, right? So we usually ask, if you like this movie, you would like something else and give a recommendation, which is kind of what you guys go for when you say, like, who the hell is this movie for? Mm-hmm. So, um, Riley, you want to start us off on this one? Yeah, so um, shout out to our sponsor because I am suggesting the American Dad episode where the house gets flooded and a shark chases them throughout the entire house. <laughs> and not only that, but d- it does include a lot, it like hints at a heavy handed thing because Stan keeps going, my old college javelin. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be my first one. Are we just doing round robin? I'm still thinking of mine because I, I would say. Lake Placid. I think that might be phoning it in just a little because <laughs> it's like exactly the same type of movie. So um, I was trying to think of. Oh, now I remember the name of it. Did you guys ever see Don't Breathe? Yeah. yeah. Um, so this well, reminded me a little bit of Don't Breathe because it's, it's dark and they're running away from a, a killer or whatever the, the threat is in the movie. And the threat doesn't necessarily have all their senses, right? Because right. in the movie, the main threat is blind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to ruin that movie for you, but it's a very similar feel in bottle episode. You can't like leave where they are. That and movie, man. <laughs> and it basically I'm not like saying it's great. I'm just saying it reminds me. <laughs> I like it. It's, it's a, a fun solid. movie. Yeah. It's a fun movie. I like it. It's better than this movie. Oh, all right. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, that's a good one because it's all pretty much in or around a single house. So that's Yeah, that's a good pick. I will also go with the home invasion uh, approach, and I will go with the strangers. Okay. Oof. Strangers messed yeah. me up. Yes. <laughs> As a young teen. <laughs> yeah. Saw that in high school, and it put me off of horror for years before I finally got back into it. It was too real. I was like, oh, yeah. that's going to happen to me. <laughs> so, yeah, this is it's all pretty grounded in realism, whereas, you know, there were some logical leaps here and there in both movies, but... Uh, one of those fairly realistic horror movies that just makes you think, oh, this is not a situation I would ever want to be in. That sounds like my wife. She re- she doesn't like watching horror movies because she thinks that's where people get ideas. And I, <laughs> I, I, what I usually say is, like, you know that they probably get ideas from things that happen in real life, which usually doesn't make her feel any better. <laughs> <laughs> now, has she watched Scream? Yeah. Okay. That was back in high school, though. She's, got, she's gotten more scared the older she's gotten because yeah. she binges on like 48 hours in Dateline, which is not healthy for anybody. <laughs> so then you think everybody is a killer. <laughs> Prodcath, what'd you have? Um, well, in true Prodcath fashion, I never choose anything remotely near what the movie <laughs> is actually supposed to be. Um, so I'm going to go lighthearted. Still, still involving some, you know, water creatures. Um <laughs> A little twist of drama in Aquamarine. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. Is that a real movie? It sounds like it'd be like a Disney Channel. It is. Lifetime it is a Disney movie. Channel. Oh, yeah, it's okay. A 
I would have gone with the 13th year, Catherine. Yeah, 13th year, far better. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always so lost in this part of the podcast. <laughs> so I went with uh, The Shallows with Blake Ooh, Lively. I felt it was kind of the, you can see where salvation is, but you can't get off this little island. And then you have this creature that's obviously trying to kill you. And then every step that you take, it kind of cuts you off. And then there's some leaps of believability in, in that one as well. Um, but that one has Blake Lively, so that makes it better. I actually had the shallows too. So if I had to audible Whoa. off of that one, I would have said, I mentioned it earlier, so it's not spot on, but Deep Blue Sea, because you got the sharks running through the corridors and it's, you know. <laughs> Super sharks. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a really bad movie. The CGI is laughable. Um, Thomas Jane, LL Cool J. I mean, I mean Sam Jackson. <laughs> Yeah, yes, for a little while. Um <laughs> forgot about the casting for that. Yeah. Yeah. It was it should have been bigger than what it was, but it's it's a trash movie, but like it it, it has enough themes there in comparison that I think that works. But yeah, I would have said the shallows too cuz it's it's basically the same exact thing. So you all have a question that you guys do? Yeah, so we have uh we had a couple we were debating between our original guest was the Domhnall Gleeson Award, right? Which uh came about early in our podcast uh conception where we whoever just we wanted more of in the movie or did the most with a small role. Uh but then we saw this movie and that <laughs> you're boxed in. Yeah, we didn't really have much to work with there. How'd you call an audible? I want more blind alligator. That's what I want. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's what I was going to say. More one-eyed Willie. <laughs> we occasionally will do a BuzzFeed quiz. Yeah. Most of them consist of Riley and I trying to find out which celebrity man uh, we're going to end up with. Yeah, you guys had nobody last time. Yeah. That, that one hurt. Stonewalled. <laughs> that one hurt. So what's our BuzzFeed quiz this time? Um, how far would you make it in a horror movie? I think we should do it. Okay. We take it as a as a group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we yeah, come to a group. consensus on an answer. Uh, you find yourself home alone with your bestie. You've bought popcorn. You've got the blanket out. You just need to decide what film to watch. Put a horror movie on and turn the lights out, or put a comedy movie on and keep the lights on. And we're trying to survive a horror movie. Mm-hmm. I think we had to pick a horror movie. Then. Yeah. yeah. Horror yeah. movie yeah. and turn the lights out. Because yeah. that's what I'm doing regardless. <laughs> You're feeling daring, so you put on the scariest-looking film you can find on Netflix. Just as the movie begins, your friend says she wants to grab crisps from the chi- from the kitchen. Is this a UK? Yeah. Oh, probably, yeah. Don't <laughs> UK. What Crisp. are you doing? Crisps. Okay. It's an alligator. You stay on the sofa and let her get the damn crisps. Or you go with her to the kitchen because there's no way you're staying on the sofa alone. Wait, so if I'm trying to survive, are me and my friend trying to survive or am I trying to survive? Here's the deal. I think it's how far you... Because if I want to survive, you send somebody else to go get it. They're dead. Here's my question. Are we... In this quiz, do we know that we're trying to survive? Or is no. this just like we're making our normal no. choices and then that dictates You're just a fun little whether or not night. we yeah. are the kind of person who mm-hmm. would survive a horror movie? Well, yeah. Jeff and I go everywhere together. Yeah. <laughs> arm in arm. Every single room. <laughs> if I'm trying to survive, I go with her. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I disagree. You send somebody out to get killed instead of you. Back you to my can, you can use her later. <laughs> Throw the dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can use her later. That's an easy layup. <laughs> Riley, Riley, you'll be our tiebreaker on that. I agree. Send her in by herself. Right. Yes. Okay. Wow. Riley and I on the Let same wavelength. Let her get wavelength. the damn crisps. You're dead. <laughs> all right. You've killed us all. <laughs> she disappears into the kitchen, leaving you in the dark. Suddenly, you hear a bang. 
go and, and investigate the sound cautiously or call her name from the sofa. Oh, God. Call her name. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I mean, right? but... None when of you the start, above. Leave the house. You, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm getting the hell out of there. When you start calling the name, that's when you get murdered. Is anyone there? That's you're done. I pull the 45 out of the couch that I hid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The gun I've had taped to my back this entire time yeah. we've been watching yeah. this movie. <laughs> Don't leave home with that. <laughs> my duct tape budget is out of control. <laughs> You're pretty scared and you don't want to creep through the house alone. So instead you sit on the sofa and call her name because that's obviously going to help matters. <laughs> when there's no answer, you creep silently towards the kitchen or find a weapon and sit with your back to the wall. Find a weapon. Find the weapon that's in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. You pick up the remote control because it's the heaviest thing in the living room. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I am taping the remote control to my back now. She comes in after five minutes and asks what the hell you're doing. She was only in the bathroom sorting out her hair. What? Sorting out her hair. That's what it says. Longo's here. <laughs> Your parents come back, and since it's getting late, she says it's time for her to go home. Bye, you can walk home on your own. Yes. Or you want to make sure she gets home safe, so you decide to walk her home. No. Oh, she's going on her <laughs> yeah. own. <laughs> yeah. She walks home alone, and the morning you find out she's dead. Uh, don't you care. You start to mm. wonder if you're actually a good human being after all. No, I don't. I, want, I won. She, she sorts hair in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. She might be a serial killer. Yeah. I think I could do without my hair sorting friend. Yeah, I did a favor. <laughs> What? Okay, later that night, Bay comforts you and promises you're not <laughs> this a is terrible... still going. Yeah, it's still going. I think we just survived by this point. I'm just... Hold on. I'm it seems like all of these decisions are fairly easy yeah. to is survive. It, has this person seen a horror movie? Yeah. Well, if there's going to be the option to have sex, we have to say no because that's how you survive okay. a horror movie. After her funeral, someone decides <laughs> to throw a party in her memory because that's what she would have wanted. <laughs> At the party, you Sounds go like to an the excuse is it a hair party? Is it a hair sorting party? <laughs> At the party, you go to the kitchen to get a beer when you hear a strange noise outside. Like Scooby Doo, go and investigate. No. Or fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. You go back to the party with your beer. Some other All of these hold on. All of these choices seem very like we're clearly very, avoiding like, the danger right. Right. at every turn. Right. Uh, the the end of this quiz is just gonna be you. You can't escape the inevitable. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it goes on like every scenario possible. Time waits for no man. Yeah. Someone else hears the noise, goes out to investigate, and dies in your place. Awesome. No one even notices. Cool. The party got quiet, so you try to start it back up. Or Or the party got quiet, so you chill quietly with your friends. I'm gonna start it back up. Yeah. Okay. I fire it back up. Yeah. I'm a sociopath who is not affected by the murder that just happened. Oh, so when you come back in, only a handful of your friends are left in the living room. And then you stand up on the table and start dancing. The killer bursts through the door. Everyone scrambles, but you're up on the table. Sorry, but that loud mouth has made you the first target, and you get a knife straight through the gut. It was nice knowing you. Oh, we'll see, but wow. we're not the first person to die because two other people died first. Yeah. We, well, made, like, so we made it halfway like, through the movie. Yeah. Did we have a choice to get on the table? No, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that's how you start a party. I'd, I'd, I'd opt out that. Yeah. <laughs> 
Choose your own adventure. Going back a page. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it. Anybody have any other last thoughts on Crawl? Not on Crawl, but uh, we do appreciate you guys having us on. This has been a great time. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for coming on. Hopefully we can do it again sometime soon. Yeah. Uh, maybe for something other than, than a Crawl-like movie. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, absolutely. Thanks for coming on, guys. We appreciate it. Riley, thanks for sticking it out on Skype. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for uh, opening up the screen in YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so next on our episode, we'll be having Boondock Saints. Thank you guys again for joining. Um, As usual, go out and like, subscribe to the podcast. Go out and subscribe to Who the Hell Is This For as well. Another great local Kansas City podcast. Love this community so much. It's great that we're able to finally meet in person and do all this. Riley, kind of in person. Um, But yeah, go out, like, subscribe to both podcasts. We'll try and do this again sometime soon, and we'll catch everybody next time. Something good, something bad, bit of both, bit of both.